Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 368, for Wednesday, August 31st, 2016. This is the BGG Page Views edition. There are six games over the 20,000 mark this week, but there are three more within 125 views of that mark, and a couple others that are within about 1,000. So, we almost had 11 games over 20,000, but instead we only have 6. There are still 31 at or over 10,000 views. It's interesting that it's clearly a down week for many of the, what you might call, new hotness games. The newly released or about to be released games. While at the same time, some of the old hotness games... A lot of them saw much smaller declines, and even some had significant gains. Let's start at number 11, because there's a significant gap between 11 and 12 of about 2,500. At number 11 is Through the Ages, the second edition by Vlada Kavadl, published by Czech Games Edition with 18,904, a 27% increase as it exceeds to the number 2 position on BoardGameGeek, passing Twilight Struggle. Sliding five spots to number 10 is The Others, by Eric M. Lang, published by Guillotine Games and Cool Mini or Not, with 19,176, or only 272 more than Through the Ages. That's an 18% decline. With a 46% decline, last week's and the week before, number 3, drops to number 9. Vast, by Patrick Leader and David Somerville, published by Leader Games with 19,875, or 699 more than the others. In its 40th week on the countdown, at number 8 for the second week in a row, is Pandemic Legacy, by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games with 19,000. 934. There's one of those uh, old hotness games with an increase, going up about 1,000 views or a little over 5% to put a gap of 59 views between itself and Vast. The gap is even narrower between 8 and 7. Only 30 views separates Pandemic Legacy from our first of two debuts. At number 7 is Key to the City, London, by Sebastian Bleasdale and Richard Breeze, published by R&D Games with 19,964. This is a tile and worker placement game themed around developing boroughs of London, and with the word key in there and Richard Breeze being one of the developers or designers, clearly it's part of the key series, which is noteworthy specifically for Key Flower, released four years ago and currently ranked number 27 on BoardGameGeek. There's additionally... A large explanatory geek list from Richard Breeze that uh, talks quite a bit about his design of the game, which is probably what contributed to its bump into the top ten. At number six for the second week in a row is Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,951. Here's another increase, a little over a thousand, again about five and a half percent, for this old hotness game. Returning after three weeks away and charting for the third time at number five, Terraforming Mars, 
by Jacob Vrixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 21,315. That's uh, about 350 or so, more than Star Wars Rebellion. This is due to be released in about a month. So from number 5 to number 11, we see a total gap there of about 2,400. But between number 7 and number 9, the gap is only... 89. Between 7 and 11, the gap is only about a 1,000. So nice tight bunching here, right in the top 10. And we'll see some more significant gaps here, almost a gap of 5,000, up to our number 4 game. There, for the second week in a row, is Seafall, by Rob Davio, published by Ironwall Games and Plaid Hat Games, with 26,200. That's off about 15%, of course. Uh, As has been mentioned before, Seafall not yet in wide release. Our highest new entry and our second debut of the week is at number 3, Innis, by Christian Martinez, published by Matago, with almost 35,000 views, 34,842. Innis is spelled I-N-I-S. It is a Celtic-themed dudes on a map, area majority game that has three different types of area majority. This may not even see an Essen release, so still a few months away for Innis. Well, last week, our duel between Scythe and Mansions of Madness got a little less tense, as there is a 16,000 view gap between them, with Mansions of Madness dropping significantly. And that trend continues. At number two for the second week in a row is Mansions of Madness 2nd Edition by Nikki Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 38,937. That is down 24%. This is the third week in a row now that Mansions of Madness has seen a decline of more than 20%. That is on the steep side. Again, it's still quite high. It is possible that it falls down into the 20,000 view range where Star Wars Rebellion is and levels out in that general vicinity. It's also possible that it just keeps dropping, like a game like uh, XCOM did when it started to tank. Still, though, that mark of almost 39,000 views is the 38th most views ever. But our number one game for the second week in a row, the seventh time of the last nine, and the tenth time overall, is Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 55,256. There's a gap of, well, over 16,000 between Scythe and Mansions of Madness, but they both lost almost exactly the same number of views from where they were last week. Scythe dropping 18%. That is really its first significant decline that it has seen since uh, it started becoming available to its Kickstarter backers. Now, yes, there was a 15% drop when it went from that uh, 76,000. It was two weeks in the first part of August, 78,000, 76,000. And then it dropped back into its mid-60s range. But it's been in that mid-60s range since July 13th. So the last time it was this low, 55-some thousand, was on July 6th, 
in it when it was having its uh, first of its five consecutive weeks at the top. 55,256 now, then it was 55,070. Still, the 19th most views ever. It is the third different game to have 10 weeks at number one and could join very elite company if it can get there one more time, well, ever, but particularly if it could do it next week. That seems its best bet, and there doesn't seem to be any compelling reason to believe that it won't do that. Now, it's interesting that Scythe and Mansions of Madness lost about the same number of views, which means if Scythe had started down last week, or if Mansions of Madness had waited one more week to start declining, we could have still had a neck-and-neck battle between them instead of being separated by you know, 16,000-plus views. Again, the big question is, what does Scythe do from here? Uh, there's really no pattern that is visible or clearly seen. Uh, this could be the start of its normal of, of its beginning to follow the normal progression of dropping you know 10 to 20 percent every week. This week it was 18 percent. Or maybe it'll just drop to this level and sit here for the next month and a half. I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one to watch and we'll see whether I can hold the crown again next week. For Wednesday, August 31st, 2016.